All right, guys, you know our next guest from his excellent work on CBS Sports and Showtime's Morning Combat alongside Luke Thomas, who's been on holiday recently. Who better to help us preview Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley than the Picasso of our generation? He's here to art, and Submission Radio is his canvas for today. Big beige Campbell himself, Brian Campbell, welcome back to your second home, the one where only the side chicks are allowed in. How are you, man? Oh, wow. I'm down for that strategy right there. I'm doing great. Uh, and, you know, my my co-host, two two weeks. I mean, it's like, you know, we're in an arms race here in the MMA media game. Two weeks? Really? Really? Yes. Bro? Okay. All right. Well, we know it's – I was going to say Big Beige. We know Fight Week is right around the corner, and MK is going to go balls deep for this event. So where about are you joining us uh, from right now? Uh, right now, I'm in my own basement in suburban uh, Greater Hartford, Connecticut, but uh, I will be Wednesday morning uh, on the ground with Luke Thomas in Cleveland, uh, ready to find out if it indeed does rock for all things Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. I know that's what you're hinting at. Of course, of course. We're very excited to see the MK coverage, what kind of robes you guys will be wearing uh, for this fight mm. week, all things in between. But um, there's a lot to talk about, man, so let's get balls deep into it straight away. Um, just sort of looking at both guys. Where do you stand on this notion of Tyron Woodley and uh, I guess the perception of him entering this fight? Because he's like exactly halfway between a lifelong elite fighter, one of the greatest welterweight champions of all time, and a guy who's had, you know, one of the sharpest declines in MMA with each of his last four losses being worse than the previous and who's basically washed at this point. Uh, I don't remember the last time I've seen a guy who's so... Uh, you know, right in the middle of such a massive spectrum of opinion. Where do you stand on him, BC? Uh, yeah, it's it's near Henan Baral like that fall mm. apart right there. That was that was that was painful. Um, he's either, and that's what I can't figure out. Tyron Woodley is either the perfect opponent to bring in there to give the sense of danger and accomplishment, yet have Jake Paul still, you know, set him up and knock him down, or like. Your Dennis Ugas to Manny Pacquiao in a, in a late replacement situation last weekend. Um, it's the wrong guy to to not be sure against. And I think the fact that I really kind of float between those two, and sometimes I'm closer to one end of the spectrum than the other, but I'm still floating because when I match these guys up head to head in my head, you know, I I, I go for all we don't know about Jake Paul, I think we know he may actually have better boxing pure technique than a Tyron Woodley and the ability to work that jab. And then he's a big boy. He's going to be naturally bigger than Woodley in a lot of ways. And I want to sort of play up that side of it, certainly. But, uh, you know, Woodley's explosive as heck. And I think the fact that we are still sort of there, you don't know. I, I don't know. You know, the, the odds have been close. So I don't really know which which way the the heartbeat of the MMA hardcores are in and boxing hardcores are leaning at the moment. I know in the beginning we were all like, you know, probably Jake Paul, but the more you watch the footage and can be deceiving, but the more you watch Tyron Woodley could do a lot worse than working out with Floyd Mayweather and doing stri- strategic sessions. And then, you know, Cuban trainer, Pedro Diaz, who's got an extensive background in being a tactical defensive coach in, in elite level boxing with Miguel Cotto, Guillermo Rigondeaux and others. Like he kind of looks pretty good. And you know, um, <sighs> Is he washed? Yeah. But I didn't see him get Chuck liddell time after time again. I saw a guy who had failure to launch. They couldn't pull the trigger, which is another another kind mm. of, of, of bad turn. It's another warning sign. It's a bad deal, right? This guy could still turn on a right hand and end this fight. So, you know, to, to long-windedly answer your question without actually answering it, 
I don't really know who's going to win, and that's why I think this is the best so far version of this new subgenre within boxing that's sort of floating in this bubble, and we're all waiting for it to get popped. But this might be the best matchup yet in this uh, side of the ballgame. Field, whatever. Where are we going with that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, BC, I'm just wondering on that, what are your thoughts on MMA fighters crossing over to boxing like a Tyron Woodley, who is a previous champion, but like Casper mentioned, is probably on his decline, compared to someone like a Jake Paul who – doesn't have the fight experience, but is in his prime in terms of his years and obviously has all the money and the training that a high level boxer would have. But now he's also got the time and the sparring and a little bit of fight experience. What do you think is harder to do for the big crossover for a big fight like that? It's a great point. Uh, it- it certainly can depend on the MMA fighter in this equation that we're questioning because some have used their hands, you know, to to much higher success and have more of a boxing background. I think Woodley, we all realize striking wise in his hands, you know, if you were a boxing fan asking MMA experts saying, you know, well, was Woodley a good boxer? It's like, well, you know, it took him a while to develop those skills, certainly a late bloomer to the upper elites within MMA. But once he sort of mastered his version of, of, of you know, striking with his hands and feet, you know, he got a little Mayweather-like, and that's a compliment, you know, where he became very efficient and it was more about his IQ and and really strategically looking to set up the knockout. It's like, is that applicable in a, in a stepping right over into pro boxing? I mean, I, I don't see how it hurts, right? Uh, is there, Are his punches more of the looping variety? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, to, to be able to see him with that athletic frame, and I still think there, you know, there, again, with Luke, we saw there's, there's still some fight left in him. I mean, you can still mm-hmm. knock a dude out that... It it might be easier in the short term for someone like him to make this adjustment, but I think certainly given the age differences. But I think uh, if you're someone as young as the Pauls, though, um, to 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 jump balls deep at 24, you know, I mean, Jake Pauls have only been in this game in differing degrees for like three four years, and to be where they're at already is insane. Um, the youth is on their side, the size is on their side, and the fact that they're so friggin' fearless. I mean, the rich guys who are doing this for for fun for like a internet prank you know what i mean i know jake's mm. certainly trying to stay in the lane of no i'm a real fighter so maybe he's more of a comparison to like a kimbo slice type deal but um either way i, I think it's easier to have instant in- impact as an mma player transferring over because you're just so used to it you've got the fight experience but are the pauls sort of a test tube now patient you know test tube baby of, of what the future could be of just taking a young enough somewhat famous person who's crazy enough also and 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 and, you know they don't have the bad habits to work away from mma they're just going full bore in we're going to find out if long term this can actually do something because that's why i think that that's the greatest theme about this fight to put on my salesman hat is that you know how the heck you know we all know jake paul's better than he should be better than we thought coming in better than maybe even some of us want to give him credit but we, we really don't know a lot given you give the amount, you know, the opponents, their level of uh, ability with their hands and how short those fights were. We kind of don't know shit about who this guy actually is as a fighter. So the fact that we get to find that out against Tyron Woodley, uh, again, you know, it, it, you, you know, you're telling me you're telling me this hot dog could kill me within the year, but it might be. <laughs> but it might be the best I've ever had. You know what I mean? Like, I, I might take that gamble. Right. You know, I might, I might savor the flavor here and try for it. You know? Oh, yeah, man. I, I love a I love a mystery meat, uh, deadly hot dog any day of the week. But you say, like, we don't know shit about... I almost feel like 
in some ways, we don't know shit about Jake Paul. I feel like he's, uh, you know, on the outside, he's like that annoying kid running around in the restaurant, like squirting a water pistol, fucking up your expensive dinner, you know, while the parents do nothing. But, you know, the more I watch of him, the more I'm like, you know, this guy, he's, he's like an actor. He's like a method actor. You know, he's putting on this character. On the outside, he's like this, duh, like super annoying idiot. But he's, he's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. It's like he's figured out the algorithm for how to get attention, how to get money. And he's just doing it to the max. I feel like when he's kind of, you know, maybe at home in his room by himself, he's a very, very, very different person. And, and what's going on in there? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I forgot my question. Just here masturbating over, over Jake Paul. No, you know, and then you see the all access, like he's talking about, he's admitting that he used to be a bully. I'm like, wow, when's the last time you saw that? And now he's got this foundation. And you could say, well, maybe that's just a tax write-off, but still it's a good foundation teaching kids how to fight, uh, you know, and kind of anti-bullying and stuff like that. What, what, who do you think is the real Jake Paul, BC? Uh, you know, it was funny. It was funny to get that all access to get that sort of inside look at his parents and his mom cooking up the sausages on that show and being like, I know my son's just acting. It's like, you know, he like he's really not a piece of shit, guys. He's he's just playing one on TV. You know, and part of you is like, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, there's probably a lot of the Jake Paul we see inside Jake Paul, but it seemed that they're mu the brothers together. And I did get that chance uh, ahead of Logan Paul's fight with Floyd Mayweather to spend a day with mm. the brothers and their entourage. So more or less uh, uh, inside of training camp, inside the gym. And, and, you know, they take it really, they take it way more seriously, the sport than people give them credit. And they're way smarter. And in some of that, you, it ha it should be obvious. Like you should be able to see, like you mentioned, they just can create new ways to make, shit tons of money while without really doing a whole lot so the fact that they already have that formula and already know it works yet are willing again to take on such a bad shit crazy you know sport to try to moonlight in and have some levels of success because they are athletic and young and powerful and strong they also you can be really smart but you got to be a level of crazy on top of that to be able to pull that off. That's why I tend to believe that even though Jake Paul is the more impulsive of the Paul brothers, even though he's the little more one that just doesn't give an F, right? Where sometimes you think Logan's almost just like, man, I can't believe you guys let me in this boxing thing. Mm -hmm. Like Jake is, no, I I'm the boss. No, I'm going to be a boxer, guys. Like he's a little bit more of that. But I think he's also an evil genius who realizes they've, it's kind of improbable. Not, not just that they parachuted into boxing pay-per-view landscape and made such a big imprint but that like everyone's sort of taking a step back going damn like they're kind of going farther and quicker and easier than, than we even thought was possible so he's got to be a some really smart dude to do that um and he's gonna have a lot of balls and i think when you mix crazy with genius and it's jake paul genius genius within his own realm uh you know mm -hmm. in, in the in the in the roles he's going after but uh you know, it can create an interesting figure. And, I, and then look, look, why is the avenue open for them to be successful? Because it, it's a such an easy character that the public can digest. You know, half the public is already following him doing something else anyway. And it just sort of like, um, you know, the Jake Paul shit can be corny. It can be a corny show. It can be a corny ride. But the closer you get to it, it actually gets a little more interesting each time. Where I feel like Logan might be the opposite. Maybe it's just my taste. Logan Paul is, is anime and dorkfest to me. Jake Paul's mm -hmm. kind of cool. Jake Paul's almost edgy cool. And I think you have to admit that at the end of the day, right? Like the more Jake Paul research you do and the more you get close to it, you're like, damn, he's he is pretty damn cool. I mean, it, it's it's a it's a tight walk rock, you know, tight rope walk. And uh, you know, I don't even know if he knows if he's good enough. You know, I mean, no one thinks he's gonna beat Canelo when he says things like that. It's just mm, talk. Yeah. But um, you know, how quickly if he keeps knocking these guys out, mm. uh can he be something? Uh 
it's sort of like people don't care about that side of the angle because just sort of like I can't wait for him to get knocked out. Mm. But no, what if, what if he can actually fight? And I don't mean for real, not maybe to contend for world titles, but what if he can actually fight? This is sort of a, a new hybrid creation in this universe, a new, you know, that we've just never conceived of someone like this. He hasn't been in the ring for the longest amounts of times, BC, but I know you mentioned before that, you know, this fight, if things go to plan, I think for some people, they'll be like, all right, Jake Paul is a legit fighter here. Like he beats Tyron Woodley. We got to at least give him that. But is there something specific that you're looking for from this fight to see that? Like I know Teddy Atlas talks about how someone has to overcome adversity to truly be that. Is that what you're looking for? Like, would a flash knockout of Woodley give you that? Or are you looking to see Jake Paul in there getting hit and actually surviving and coming back and being able to win? That's best case scenario, by the way, for business. No question about it, how you just laid it out right there. And I think it also best case scenario for journalism and storytelling and narration and all that, too. Yeah, we got to find out what he's made of. We know he can get knockout people efficiently and powerfully that don't belong in there. So... um, you know, how good is Woodley going to be? We don't know. So that's a, that's a big, exciting part of it. But, you know, Jake Paul can get this guy out of here, and you have to expect it's going to be a war. You have to. You know, it might be tentative at first as they're sort of, you know, fainting and feeling each other out. But, like, the reason why I said off the top that this is the best version of this, I think, up to this point that's been booked or, or, or made or scheduled, is that both guys can win by knockout, and both guys, unlike the Floyd-Logan fight, which entertainment-wise was a dud in the end, you get the feeling like, you know, it's not an ex- exhibition. It's a real fight. And you get the feeling like they actually care and that they're going to go for it. And, and, you know, that's exciting as heck. And that does set the foundation for Jake to eventually show us that. Because I do, in my heart of hearts, believe he has, he's probably a better boxer than Tyron Woodley in terms of pure. And then you mix that with the size and the jab. And it leads me to believe if I had to pick one, I'm going to pick Jake. I'm going to go with the youth over Tyron, over this version of Tyron. Um, but he's probably going to get hit just the same. So, yeah, if he can show us the backbone, show us the chin, but then show us, you know, that he can set up a knockout in 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 against somebody with danger. Um, it, it doesn't mean he's going to fight for a world title. He may never get to that point. You know, he may he may stay on this lane for a while of the Anderson Silvas of of Tommy Fury, Tyson's uh, half brother, and kind of reality star celebrity who's on this undercard that could be a future opponent. He's going to milk that lane as far as he could. But um, he also, at the same time, critically has an opportunity here to really show us that he can fight and and. You know, what's his ceiling? Is it Kimbo or, or his ceiling, uh, you know, a, a somewhat legitimate fighter to some degree? I don't know. I mean, it, it's almost like Chavez Jr.'s career, yet without the same amount of pressure. Hmm. Well, see, see you're, you're picking him here, man. That's the official lock from BC. Jake Paul's going to get it done. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it right here. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I love it. with a birdo hat can't be wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Like, um, uh, when, when Tara Woodley beat Darren Till in arguably one of his best performances, Jake Paul, I think a month prior had just fought Deji, you know, another YouTuber on the undercard of Logan Paul and KSI. How crazy is it that here they are? What? Some three years later, <clears throat> meeting in, in an actual fight. Who do you think needs to win this fight more? Because on one hand, like, obviously it wouldn't look good for Tyron Woodley to lose to Jake Paul, but it's like he's had his career. This is like, could you even call it icing on the cake? People just see it as a payday. Um, He's been a, he's been a champion. Like, people, he's proved everything there is to prove. Whereas with Jake Paul, 
he kind of, you know, he 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 wants the respect, you know. I, I don't think Tyron's doing this for respect. Jake Paul really wants to earn that respect. He's got a lot that he wants to prove to people. And he kind of, you know, if, if he gets destroyed in this fight, uh, it kind of kills a lot of that momentum. And But at the same time, the guys that he's trying to fight aren't necessarily contenders. Like, he could still fight Tommy Fury and, and the likes it, with a loss here. So who do you think needs the, the win more? I still think it's Jake Paul. And I think because it's that... Like, that's a big part of the sort of underlying entertainment value in this and, and pull you in, at least from my aspect. I do look at this big business. I do realize that this is a fad right now. Uh, you know, celebrity boxing, crossover box, like it's always been around and in different waves. It's hard to sustain, though, right? Because ultimately you're watching amateurs. So you get that instant shock value of, man, I just want to see it. I just, they're crazy enough to do this. I just want to see it. And, you know, and you can milk that a little bit with, man, I just want to see this person get knocked out. But to sustain it, you have to have exciting fun where you're not sure who's going to win. So, you know, the best thing that can happen, that scenario we laid out for Jake's commercial and marketing run moving forward is to have adversity here, maybe get knocked down, but then get back up and knock him out. And like, you know, and he's doing it as as this, uh, you know, rich white guy. And it's like, you bring all those factors together. There's a lot of people that are going to be like, man, this is like the American dream story. Like, this is crazy. And 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 there's an inspirational side of that too. So I think Jake to, is a, is sort of the face of this bubble right now. You know, the bubble meaning YouTubers, MMA crossovers, retired fighters coming back. I mean, you know, Tyson Roy Jones is still sort of the biggest and brightest example of this type of fighting short of Floyd Logan. But, you know, at least Tyson and Jones still delivered something in the ring. I think this will be the best one because of that. And I think for the bubble to have long-term success, Jake's got to win. He's got to look like the real deal. Uh, and what does real deal mean? Not Holyfield, not legitimate boxer, but hey, for a celebrity, this guy could really fight, you know, for a YouTuber, whatever, put it in. No, this guy's crazy and he's got a big right hand and he can really fight. So um, while this fight can still be awesome and Jake can lose and still there could be a pay-per-view rematch to be made or, or some type of spinoff fight, maybe, but if he loses or if he loses badly, like that literally might burst the bubble because it's not going to take long once you poke it. And I think Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul poked it a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you paid money to watch that. Maybe the buildup was fun. Maybe me in a, in a robe was, was was good humor for you. But that mm -hmm. fight sucked the horn. And we got to be honest about that. That that has potential to pop the balloon. You need competitive fights where you're not sure who's going to win. And I think Jake Paul, like Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor before him knows how to stay between that line where, where he's got his fans and then everybody else wants to see him die. I mean, that's a great uh, <laughs> juggle to be in the middle of that, right? You know, like that's that's where you make the big money. So, uh, yeah, the more pressure on Jake. The Tyron, this is sadly how we cash out our MMA stars at the end of the day, right? So they can finally put in that pool. And, and, you know, this is his pension, you know? So I don't begrudge him that. But, uh, you know, I don't know what he has. We're going to see. I mean, it could be a lot worse for someone finishing up their MMA career than making a few mil of fighting Jake Paul in a main event of a Showtime pay-per-view, right? So at least it would be interesting to see what he's made from there. Just on a side note, we saw Faraz Zahabi say Jake may be a little saucy going in there. He said he believes that Jake uh, might be on PEDs for this fight. The Ohio Athletic Commission tests urine before and after the fight, but it doesn't seem like there's much else. Where do you stand on this notion? Um, 
I, I haven't gone full Luke Thomas, right? I haven't gone full. <laughs> just, just blow. Up. Let's let's put dynamite underneath the house of Usada and let people go after. But I am certainly not gonna, you know, sit here and watch the summer of '98 and the and the McGuire Sosa home run race all over again and just be like, wow, man, they're having a great year, right? No, no, no. Something's in the water, guy. Um, you know, ask yourself, are you hoping something's in the water for a fight for these type of fights? It, it, might, it might be the injection of entertainment value, despite the danger and absurdity of it. I don't know the drug testing situation. Drug testing in general and boxing doesn't have a great reputation together. Yes, there is something like VADA, which seems to be reputable and, and, and fighters go through the voluntary anytime or random testing for sure. But you also see the exposés written about USADA's role in boxing. And in the past seven years, there's been one positive test. So you got to ask yourself that same thing. Mm. I mean, yes, Faraz can say that, but you know, I could look at almost every boxing and MMA and bare knuckle and pro wrestling main event in the last, you know, two weeks and be like, I think that guy too. Oh, that guy. Oh, wait, okay. That uh, pro, actually, pro wrestling that, main event. Everybody on the card, <laughs> even the announcers, bro. Definitely the announcer. Oh, here? Yeah. Definitely brother. Okay. Somebody get that guy a cup, please. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred uh, percent. All right, we'll let you go in a second, BC. Uh, but I was going to ask you: Do you think, just kind of fight-wise, do you think that if the longer, who do you think it benefits if the fight goes longer? On one hand, Woodley's got the experience. I guess cardio hasn't, you know, been his his best trait, um, and it's just kind of crazy looking at this fight in that perspective. You know, really breaking it down intricately. But I just, I just wonder, like, if for whatever reason Woodley can't get him out of there straight away, and if the rounds start, you know. Uh, racking up, I just wonder if Woodley's going to have this kind of thought of like, what's going on here? How have I not been able to get, you know, this kid out of here? And just a side note, I love, I love like how, you know, uh, you know, people don't really necessarily respect Jake Paul's skills, but he's trying to do his best with these little mind games. Like I thought the tattoo bet thing was mm. pretty brilliant. Good way to get attention. Good way to kind of, you know, make people care, raise the stakes, you know, in pro wrestling. It's got that loser leaves town. You can, you can never fight here ever again kind of feel about it. <clears throat> And it's like a proud guy um, like Woodley. He doesn't want Jake's name on his body. But a guy like Jake, he wouldn't, you know, give two shits if he had to get, you know, any tattoo. So what do you think about morning combat tattooed on his bicep if we asked him that? Nice he enough. should. There's no question about like it. Like Damien the Dunk. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Good pick up there. Um, you know, to sort of pick that up and answer that, um, there's there's obviously unknowns that that it's hard to I think you know if you had to pick you're gonna go with youth you're gonna you're gonna guess that Jake is gonna be stronger he's been doing the boxing thing longer than Tyron has so that I mean that matters you know uh, that could matter to a large degree but ultimately I think Woodley has just as big a question to answer for me in terms of my you know his potential long term success in this fight and that's can he be if he can be swayed into a brawl fairly easily. You know, and get hurt and have to fight through being hurt, you know, which is different with, with, with boxing gloves on. Um, uh, you know, I think he can be in trouble because uh, if Jake Paul's going to have better technique and is going to be a little bit bigger and he can either hurt Woodley or, like I said, sort of, you know, give him reasons to want to go for broke. This fight's going to be really fun and somebody's going to, you know, win by knockout. But uh, I don't know. We're going to have to see. We're going to have to see if Woodley can 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 make the adjustment to the new sport quick enough that he's you know, setting the pace and he's making Jake fight his fight. If he can do that and he has really made a quick adaption into this game, oh, then it could get, it could be, you know, it could be better for him late, but you have to favor the the, the youth here in that regard. Anything involving rounds, power, stamina, I got, I got to lean youth here. 
Yeah, ooh, rounds, power, and stamina. I thought for a second you were talking about the best grooming tool on the market, the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. That's got some stamina right there with over 90 minutes of battery life, waterproof LED light. Don't shave your beans with some rusty old uh, razor that you found at the train station and took home. You deserve better than that. Get the Performance Package 4.0, which also comes with uh, the Weed Whacker, which is a nose hair trimmer, something that I've always wanted my whole life. And now, dream complete. Got the Weed Whacker here. Uh, Father's Day is coming up around the corner, man. If you're scratching your head and scratching other things, thinking, what do I get Dad for Father's Day? Uh, I've gotten him all the best gifts over the last however many decades, and there's nothing left. There is the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. The package 4.0 comes with all kinds of uh, deodorants and uh, colognes for your downstairs region so you can be nice and smooth, nice and fresh. And guess what? They're throwing 20% off at you with the code SUBMISSION, giving you a healthy discount, a discount for you and dad. And also they're offering free shipping. Doesn't get any better than that. Your Father's Day uh, plans sorted at the drop of a hat. You'll be number one son or daughter, uh, according to dad. Isn't that right, Dennis? That's right, man. And also, with a big fight coming up this weekend, you got to make some money on Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. There is only one place to go to do that, and that is my bookie. If you guys sign up today with promo code SUBMISSION, my bookie will give you an opportunity to take an advantage of up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit. That's right. There's money to be made this weekend, guys, with code word SUBMISSION at my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and with Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley at this fight cast, this is a pub fight. This is a fight where you got to watch it at the pub. I'm not talking about fighting at the pub, which is what might happen if this thing ends up being a little bit disappointing, but you got to watch us at the pub with your mates in the right place. And if you're out of lockdown, there's only one app out there to help you do that. And that is Match Pine. Match Pine shows you absolutely the best sporting pubs in your area and exactly what events they're showing you. Download the app now with the link in our description and put an end to those annoying calls to pubs trying to fight. Find out where this Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley fighters. Match Pine is your best mate for sport. They help you save money. They give you all the discount codes. They show you where to watch the fights. They are no doubtly the best mate for sport. Download it now. And just finally, BC, I just want to ask you this. If things go to plan for Jake, what do you think should be next for him? We're stepping things up here. Ben Askren, Tyron Woodley. Who do you think is the right name for him next? And if you had to come up with a stipulation, we've got tattoo bet here. Are we doing hair versus hair? Loser leaves town. Steel cage match. What are we going to do for this next one? Uh, hoping, hoping uh, hair versus hair. That is something that should <laughs> easily be negotiated into big MMA f uh, feuds, yeah. and, and people should just be okay with it. I mean, well, you know, who doesn't love that? I mean, it's fantastic. If you, especially with the Bruce the Barber Clippers coming in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's. I almost forgot uh, the tone of the question that we're having so much fun with. Yeah, yeah. is it going to be Tommy Fury? Is it going to be someone else? Who do you? Oh, and, you know. And oh, look, hey, look. The big one is Anderson Silva. Uh, you know, Anderson's got a box Tito. And he certainly got to prove that, you know, Chavez Jr. isn't three times the bum we thought he, you know, he was or could be. And, and let's give Anderson credit for winning that fight. But as long as Anderson wins that, and he should, he should be Tito. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he should outbox Tito. I think that's the fight. I think that's a largely sellable pay-per-view. And if, especially if Jake's got to kind of tiptoe through some rough waters to get there, Anderson Silva's very confident and still on this level and this celebrity crossover level level still quick and dangerous and and can do some stuff man that's a 
that's a pay-per-view bout right there. Um, certainly, if if the if you want to build to that, or there or there needed to be an interim one, I think the Tommy Fury name is interesting because he does have that reality TV side in the UK, Love Island, all that stuff. Yet still half brother of Tyson Fury. Get Big John Fury involved. Uh, you know the the Gypsy Crew shows up. That's entertainment right there. So that that could be a fun stopover. But what I'm most interested in, if he keeps winning, is when and if or never. But when and if or never. Do we get out of the MMA old guy lane and we go into, you know, here's a, here's a six in one guy, you know, and that this weight class, you know, who's, who's, who's ranked and is only knows boxing, you know, are we, are we ever going to get there? Should we ever get there? Does it matter? I think that to me, that's sort of the long-term potential storyline that could be very interesting. But where do you think uh, like a Conor McGregor or a Nate Diaz fits on that trajectory before? I mean, that would have to happen before he crosses the line, surely. And with him being such a big name, it's just a matter of time, isn't it, BC? It is. And right now you'll go, okay, well, the UFC would put a stop to that because they have recently to that sort of idea. But we don't know. If Jake keeps winning and he keeps winning by knockout and you know, Showtime can show the receipts and prove that they've got a you know viable pay-per-view business and that Triller didn't lie about those original Askren Paul numbers um, – you never know if Uncle Dana might might not want to eventually getting bored. And I know it's you know it's hard for him now, but um he may he may want to get some of that cash too. And that's the only way I think the door would open for something like that for Diaz or McGregor. But um I was talking more about the fights you can make fairly easy. I think Anderson Silva is the potential near future big one right now. Long term though, yes, I think Conor McGregor is the ultimate last stop money fight. I don't even think there would be an a any kind of appetite for him against Floyd as some kind of revenge for like nobody cares about that. Uh, but Connor could be it long term if that ever could happen. Oh man, if someone had told me in like 2011 when uh, Anderson front kicked Vitor Belfort, like yeah, in 10 years he's going to be fighting a YouTube guy on some pay per view, I'd be like Professor Farnsworth. I don't want to live in this world anymore. No, but in, in, all, <laughs> in all honesty, I'm very excited uh, this week for the, for the fights. I think it's going to be fun, man. I think it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you guys bring into the table as far as morning combat, man? I always love your coverage. Uh, you guys had the classic stuff with uh, Mayweather. You and Mayweather, the fight before the fight. Oh, my God. Must see TV. What do you guys Great undercard, uh, yeah. What do you... Uh, <laughs> we'll be on the ground rep representing Showtime Digital, uh, doing live episodes of Morning Combat, I believe, on Thursday and Friday. But most importantly, toward the event, Luke and I will be hosting the Outdoor Fighter Public Workout Wednesday afternoon. We'll be, uh, you know, setting up and closing down the press conference on Thursday, which should be wild, and then hosting the weigh-in on, on Saturday. So, the, the you know, nice. this is going to be some fun opportunities we'll get to work with. The Barstool guys, Port Dave Portnoy and Big Cat, Ariel Hawani, Phoenix Carnival, you know, faces we know well. So, uh documentary cameras are rolling are you so, are you okay. and luke both going to work with Aaron? is that what you're saying breaking he's going to be working on the television broadcast yeah. we are going to be working digital but you know all same team same company you know is, is it one team one dream uh we'll find out mk documentary 5.0 coming soon <laughs> i'm like how for this documentary this thing's going to be hot just quickly before we wrap up last question i promise bc i think this is a really important one so i gotta fit it in how big do you actually think this thing's going to be because obviously we're not feeling it yet the media week hasn't started and the buildup isn't kicked in. But I think people's expectations are pretty high for this. I think Showtime is thinking, hey, this is going to be a bit of a home run here. And they're putting a lot of money into it. Do you actually believe it gets the numbers and the engagement and, and the sort of eyeballs that everybody believes it's going to get? I think being on Sunday actually could help it in this situation because there is no competition combat wise that weekend. Uh, so many people are busy on Saturday nights, blah, 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 watching other things. People are home on Sunday. So, you know, I wonder if that helps. But I think most importantly, because there's no combat competition of of equal level to compete with, they got to have a moment. 
you know, this, this, I don't know if it's the way in the press conference. There's got to be a moment in this, you know, got your hat. Uh, hopefully a different tune than that one. But uh, uh, we need that. We need a moment, you know? So if you get that, and, and I know some people go, oh, BC, bring your pro wrestling bullshit into this. <laughs> just t- It just tastes better that way, okay? I mean, I could eat the hot dog plain, but, you know, ketchup's <laughs> really good on, on shitty pork, you know? It's just, it is what it is, right? It's American pastime, but it, yet it's really good. Um, I, it, you guys... That you can't undervalue the power of that. How many mm. how many pay-per-view purchases have impulsively been made when somebody's watching sports and you're like, oh shit, those guys went at it in the press conference. You know, it's all it's 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 as you know, it's as old as a uh, apple pie. Come on. Um, do that. And the then, you know, I, I'm not I'm not trying to manipulate it, but I, I want fighters that that know that uh it's a little spicy in here, you know, that's what we do in morning <laughs> combat, all right. You know what I mean? You know, come at me, Luke. Come on. Right? You're, you're not trying to manipulate. I was going to say the monster can to the head always goes down a treat, the tried and true method. Uh, but at this point, I feel like you're going to be the guy with the mini fridge. Like, hey, guys, there's some cans in here. Uh, I know they look suspiciously heavy, but just feel free to take one and take it to the yeah. press conference. Follow that man at B Campbell on Twitter and, of course, at Morning Combat. Morning Combat, as you said, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 11 Eastern. And for all the people in Australia here, that is 1 a.m. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday nights in Australia. Give the Morning Combat YouTube channel a sub. BC, we love having you on, man. Thank you for arting with us a little bit. Thank you, brothers. My pleasure. My pleasure.